Good morning, all, and welcome to this morning's encounter with the Lord. This is Russell, your host. How are we all this morning? Good morning, Russell. Good morning, Russell. Good morning, everyone. And we say good morning, Father. Good morning, Jesus. Good morning, Holy Spirit. Father, we thank you for a powerful teaching last night. We thank you for opening our eyes to your laws, principles that are unchangeable. Principles that are applicable to anyone and everyone. We thank you, Father, that you give us your word. And you bid us study it, meditate on it, chew it, reflect on it. And then you pour out your revelation into our hearts. So that it can help improve our prayer life, can help improve our relationship with you. And we can use that word, standing on that word, we are able to bring abundance into our lives. We thank you, Father. We thank you, Lord, that you pour your peace and your joy into our heart this morning as well as you call each of us by name to come to you. And as we surrender and submit all our cares, all our worries, casting all our burdens on you, knowing that you care for us, Submitting and surrendering to you completely. Then the peace and the joy that you pour into our hearts, that which no one else can give, that even in the midst of the storm, we're able to be calm. We're able to stand still. And when we hand our battle over to you, we know that you take over, Lord. And in every situation, you work for the good of all those who love you and whom you have called according to your purpose. We share that same peace and joy, Lord, with all those that are part of this prayer meeting, part of this praying family. We share it with all those for whom prayers have been requested on this group, whom we are praying for this day. We share it also, Lord, with all those that do not personally know you and all those do not, that do not want to know you. And we ask for a quickening in their spirit, Father. Let your glory be revealed to them in your truth. Set each one free, each of us free from all our bondage, from all our limitations, from our limited understanding and from the ways of the flesh. That we might rise from our fleshly ways to walk with you in the spirit. Father, as we make our prayer, we call on your name. The name of our maker, our creator. The lifter of men, the one who is ever faithful. The one who teaches us to profit. The holy one of Israel. The great I am. And we pray in the name of your son Jesus. The bread that came straight down from heaven for us, for our sake. The one who heals. Our wisdom, our righteousness, our sanctification, our atonement. We pray in the name of his spirit, the spirit of the living God, the spirit of truth, the spirit of light and life, our strengthener, our standby, our intercessor, our counselor. We ask your counsel, Lord, in all the times where we do not know what to do. We thank you, Father, that you have given us your word and your spirit. We thank you that you have given us angels and destiny helpers. We thank you, Father, 
that you have blessed us with the gift of prayer, that you are able to make every grace abound towards us. And you renew your mercy for us every morning. That your love for us is unchangeable. We thank you, Father. We thank you, Lord. As we make our prayer and our reflection this morning, cover and seal every word we speak and every prayer we make, as well as every person that is part of this prayer meeting and every member of every family that is part of this prayer group by your precious blood, Jesus. We put on our angels and dispatch them on assignments in accordance with your will for each of these lives. We call the angel of the Lord to encamp about each of us to protect and keep us safe from harm, sin, danger, accident, injury, pilfering, theft, hijacking, terrorism, and any kind of natural disasters and all spiritual attacks as well. Lord. We declare divine exemption against each of these. And I command angelic protection in the mighty and all-powerful name of Jesus. We also herald the power in our spoken word. As we proclaim your word from Isaiah 55, verse 10 and 11, that says, As the rain and the snow come down from heaven, and do not return to it without watering the earth and making it bud and flourish, so that it yields seed for the sower and bread for the eater. So is my word that goes out of my mouth this day, and each of us declare and decree that it will not return to us empty, but will accomplish what we desire and achieve the purpose for which we send it. When we send it in faith, in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Lord, for the power of life in our tongue. Thank you for the wisdom to choose that life in our words. Thank you, Lord. Today we get into our fifth part on God's covenants with men. Today we reflect on the Davidic covenant, the covenant he made with David. Continuing on from where we left yesterday. In fact, you look at all of these, it's like an ongoing story. And at multiple stages in man's journey from Genesis, you see that God sought and identified and separated men whom he worked with. And then he made his covenants with them. That were turning points in our history, knowing that each of these covenants then are now available to all of us. If we are able to fulfill our part of it, then we can walk in the promises, remembering that God does not change his word. He does not go back on his covenants. We saw that last night as well in the teaching. So after Exodus, we see that God's people were saved when they passed through the Red Sea with walls of water to the right and to the left of them. And when they entered into the promised land, they eventually started demanding a king who would rule over them. Although only God was to be their king, not man. But they had already forgotten what they received in covenant at Mount Sinai and what they learned in the desert. It was probably more of what we say these days in our current times. Seeing is believing. They wanted a king that they could see. Someone that was physically perceivable. Even after they had seen all the signs and the wonders that the Lord worked for them on their journey out of Egypt into the promised land. 
they had forgotten all of it. And because they kept demanding, God relented and anointed Saul as king. But he failed to obey God and was rejected. And then God chose David as his king. David restored Israel's footprint, overcame all the enemies that troubled. And he later sought to build a permanent tabernacle so that God would dwell permanently with his people. His concern was that he lived in the palace and yet God lived in a tent. The tabernacle was always kept in a tent. So he wanted to build that permanent temple. And God said through the prophet Nathan that it would not be him that would build the temple, but his son who would build the temple to him. And he made there a covenant with David. And we see that covenant made in 2 Samuel chapter 7. You also see uh, reference to, references to it that are pointed in the Psalms, in Psalm 72, 89, 132. And then in 1 Chronicles and 2 Chronicles as well. But let's look at the promises that he made, starting with 2 Samuel 7 verse 10. That first promise was to the people, to his people. Where God said, and I will provide a place for my people, Israel. And will plant them so that they can have a home of their own and no longer be disturbed. And more importantly, wicked people can afflict them no more. They can have a home of their own, no longer be disturbed. A wicked, wicked people can afflict them no more. That was the first covenant he made for the people. And when you say for the people, in faith that includes you and me as well. And this was a reaffirmation or a confirmation of what he promised Abraham and then what he promised Moses. The promised land for his people. The second promise was his son would be king after him. And then he expanded it to say, I will establish your son's throne forever. Now this has turned from being a promise of Solomon being king to prophetically looking at it, the coming of the Messiah. Where he said, it is your son that will build my church. Build my temple, the people. When you look at the Bible, it says he will build my house. So that does refer to his church, to his people. The Messiah would come from David's lineage and the tribe of Judah. And this would also fulfill that what Jacob prophesied, where he prophesied that a future king would come who would rule with an iron scepter and would come from the lineage of Judah. So God was only reaffirming that here and confirming that the Messiah would come from this lineage. Now let's look at some the, the promises further. In verse 13, 2, 2 Samuel 7 verse 13, 
that's where this promise came where he said he is the one who will build a house for my name and i will establish the throne of his kingdom so in the physical at the time it was solomon directly david's son but prophetically it was jesus verse 14 god said i will be his father and he will be my son again the same for both and then in verse 15 he said my mercy shall not depart away from him like it did for saul verse 16 his house and kingdom shall be established forever the eternal kingdom that he was talking about so the israelites later knew that the messiah would come through david's lineage his lineage would continue to rule over israel and you see all through the old testament in subsequent books there even one chronicles and two chronicles you see that it was david's lineage that continued to rule over israel and judah and it was these probably that the blind bartimaeus was referring to when he called jesus son of david have mercy on me the covenants now the important thing to remember here again is this covenant was unilateral only god committed to it david had no obligation there so how would you claim this covenant then this covenant blessing you or your approach can be that of similar to that of bartimaeus when we recognize who he is and we can claim the promise that is made in 2 Samuel 7 verse 10 where he said i will provide a place for my people israel i will plant them so that they can have a home of their own and no longer be disturbed and he was referring to salvation in the kingdom our place with him that's where he said further on wicked people can afflict them no more and it is a call for each of us to seek that place to seek that relationship to reach that point where we come under that covenant blessing and then we say there is a hedge of protection around me that you become immune to anything father in the name of jesus i pray that our eyes be open to all these laws that you give us your covenants that you make with us the ones that you've taught us last night so that when we are able to use remember and use through spiritual intelligence your laws in the right place during our prayer and call on your covenants that you have made with us that you will always honor then we are able to walk 
in the promises that you have made in those covenants. And we are able to walk in the surety of what your law says it will do. Knowing that they are systems meant to work just like you said in Genesis 8 verse 22. While the earth remains. They are meant to work in every circumstance with no expiry date. And not limited to any particular person or type. We thank you, Father. We ask for that edification, that discernment in our spirit, Lord, to rise above all our weaknesses, to rise above all our limitations, to rise above every storm, every yoke of the enemy that has kept us pressed down. So that what you are calling us to, this royal priesthood that we are seeing recurrently in your covenants, and David was a good example of that, being a king and yet putting on his reford, the robe of priesthood, his relationship with you. Open our eyes to learn, Lord, of your ways, what you are teaching us, why these incidents, these stories and the personas are kept and recorded in that Bible. Open our eyes to see, Lord, the revelation, the wisdom that you are pouring there. That we are able to rise above every snare of the enemy. We are able to take advantage of all these systems of advantage that you have made available to us. We are able to walk not only in that abundance, but in the dominion that you have truly made, kept. When you said, I has not seen and ear has not heard the things that you have in store for us. We empty ourselves, Lord, to be filled more by your wisdom and to be filled above all by your presence so that as we pray, take over, Lord. Let it be all of you and nothing of me. Locate us in your mercy and locate us in your love, Lord. Let there be a filling in each of us, Father. Let there be a fresh filling in this day. We ask for that edification in our spirit. And as we pray for spiritual edification, we also pray for our physical and our temporal needs. Those of our families and our friends. We pray for all those that are battling all kinds of sickness and disease that are hospitalized, will undergo any kind of procedures this day. We pray for all families that are embattled, that are facing any kind of division and separation. We pray, Lord, also for all those that are battling all kinds of stronghold and yoke of the enemy, especially that of prayerlessness, ignorance of your ways and your word. Those that are battling all kinds of joblessness, addictions, that are marginalized this day, Father. Those that are victims of all kinds of violence. Those that suffer in silence. We cover each of these, Lord, by your precious blood. So that where everyone says there is a casting down, we speak and we declare in your name, Lord, for these, your people, 
in faith that there is a lifting up. Let each of these be lifted up this day. We cover them in the precious blood of Jesus. And we plead your mercy over them, Lord. That there is transformation within. There is renewal within. And there is change in their circumstances without. We pray for all those that are battling poverty as well, Lord. In a special way, we pray for all those that are jobless this day, that are struggling to pay their bills. That they have overcome, that they are blessed with your abundance. That there is no lack in their lives. We declare that success on their job front, Father. That there be a fresh release of your anointing. A fresh release of opportunities that come their way. That every job that is stuck, that is not coming to those that are praying for it. We ask for those to be released. That every barrier in the spiritual realm that blocks that progress be broken down now in the name of Jesus. We pray also for all our own personal needs and those of our families and our friends, especially those that are not yet saved. Father, we thank you that you have heard us, that you always hear us. As we release our faith and our prayer, making this a prayer of agreement with each other in the Spirit and remembering and knowing that your Holy Spirit prays with us when we make this our prayer and he intercedes on our behalf, then that prayer made under an open heaven is an answered prayer. I encourage all those that can pray in the spirit using the gift of tongues to unmute and join in. Those that are praying for that gift, release your tongue and your faith. Ask the Holy Spirit to take over. Let us now make our prayer in the spirit. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Thank Holy you, Spirit. Kanda papa piya sarakanda didia. Marasa tarikasta 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 tarikasta
Shalia <laughs> Kanda <laughs> Brokosin testi bırakalar ejeler hasta tata 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 t
in the mighty and all-powerful name of Jesus. Amen, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. scripture that was put on my heart this morning is from Isaiah 40 verses 3 to 5. A voice cries, in the wilderness prepare the way of the Lord. Make straight in the desert a highway for our God. Every valley shall be lifted up and every mountain and hill be made low. The uneven ground shall become level and the rough places are plain, and the glory of the Lord shall be revealed, and all flesh shall see it together, for the mouth of the Lord has spoken. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. We have a scripture that has been shared in the chat. This is from Isaiah 54, verse 10. Again, quoted from the NIV, where it is written, Though the mountains be shaken and the hills be removed, yet my unfailing love for you will not be shaken, nor my covenant of peace be removed, says the Lord, who has compassion on you. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. If you are being blessed by these reflections, Brother Savio's reflections, the daily Rosary and Divine Mercy sessions and the Friday Bible teachings, please share that gift with others. Share them links to join on Zoom and YouTube and you can also share the recordings that are available on YouTube, on our Facebook page and on our Spotify podcast channel. And let the mercy and the grace 
and the peace of our Lord Jesus Christ and his favor that comes out of his jealous love for us chases and overtakes us. Let that be multiplied in each of our lives this day so that as we are blessed, let us in turn go out and be a blessing to all around us in the name of Jesus and for his glory. Be blessed and have a wonderful Sunday, everyone. A wonderful weekend, everyone. Thank you, Russell. Thank God you, Russell. Bless God bless everyone. Thank you, Russell. God bless everyone.